Hello, everyone. I am Kristen Crockett, and this is the fifth episode now of Courageous of the Courageous Destiny podcast, creating your own rules of empowerment. And today, I am so honored to have Lynn Gale, actually a very special lady that I happened to meet at a networking event not too long ago. Mm-hmm. And what I think is so cool about Lynn is, you know, every now and again, if you really pay close attention, you're going to find that you meet people in life that are almost like a pure reflection of you. (laughs) (laughs) I would say, yes. So you meet people in life that are almost like a pure reflection of you and you're going, oh my gosh, this was meant to be. Mm -hmm. So how could I meet my own reflection and not have her on my podcast? That's right. Glad to be here. Yes. So let me just give them a little bit of, Lynn and I just had an amazing conversation. And let me give you a little bit of how she is my mirror. And then we're going to start to have a conversation. Sounds great. Lynn is very courageous, just like me. Love it. I'm tooting my own horn, but I'm going to toot away. (laughs) Toot. Okay. So Lynn was also in corporate America. I was. She was a top producer in corporate America, a marketing specialist, Mm -hmm. correct? Correct. Very high end. Um, made well into the six figures, just like me, Um, had a really big job. She's a mom, just like me. It gets a lot weirder. We won't go into all the details. (laughs) Totally, a lot of weirdness there, right? Even our cars look exactly the same, and they are the same color. She pulled up, and I'm like, what the heck? (laughs) So, and she's a very powerful woman, and she, you know, she has a lot of talent, And she herself, you know, went through a little something. So you get so far in life and then something happens and that you realize that you want to create something new in your life, that you want to be in service of other people, Mm -hmm. that you want special things to happen because Mm -hmm. you're here. And, And that happened to you and you found an amazing company. I did. That you work with and you have an amazing story that I don't want to be the one sharing the whole thing, but I wanted you guys to, to know that you know, just really specifically how we met. It's just so beautiful because if you do pay attention, you're going to see that you attract who you are in life. Mm -hmm. And if you ever want to really know how you're doing in life, see who you're attracting in it. Mm -hmm. If you're attracting people that drive you nuts, (laughs) if you're attracting people that make you really, really sad and angry, then you want to take a look at that because we always attract who we are. Right. So, and it's a very, very courageous thing to take on, by the way. So mm-hmm. be careful when you take it on because you don't want to be judging yourself negatively either. But I think it's really critical. And I'm so honored to have Lynn here today. Thank you. Great so, to be here. So why don't you tell tell us a little bit about how you transitioned? Because you transitioned your career like I did. Mm-hmm. I did. So you and you became a coach, mm-hmm. which I, did. I think is really mm-hmm. awesome. You know, again, mirror. Mm -hmm. So what was that like? What was that like? You're in corporate America. Mm -hmm. You loved your job. I did. You know, this was not I hate my job and I have to leave. Mm -hmm. You loved your job. What do you think called you to make the transition and make the leap into your new company? And I'll let you talk about that. So my story uh, really is that I spent 30 years in uh, pharmaceuticals in that industry. And when you stay in the same industry, and I only had two positions in that industry, you get to know thousands of people, you get to know your craft, you get to know um, your network. And I found it to be 
a very interesting, courageous step that I had to take when I was leaving all that behind. So what happened to me just in a nutshell was after uh, almost two decades working there, my business just started to fall apart and it had nothing to do with me. The world changed and I didn't change as quickly as it needed to be because lots of times we only see that in hindsight. We can see the change as it's coming, but we always hold steadfast to the way it was because we don't have have all the information yet. You know, we only see a glimmer of information at the time. So how do we focus on adapting and changing when things are already changing faster than you can keep up? Mm -hmm. So I found myself um, really losing a job due to acquisition And when I saw that coming, I was frightfully scared. I was in denial. I was in anger. And I spent a very long time in depression. So it was part of your identity. It was. I mean, and you were Mm -hmm. there for 30 years. Right. And how long were you at the last company that you 21. 21 of those 30 years. So I really became the face of my older company. Um, Recently, somebody said, you left? Why would you leave? You're the face of the company name. And I said, yeah, I had to leave um, because I, I really, at the time I didn't know it, but really my fate was taking me in another direction. And as much as I fought it or um, was confused by it or depressed by it, it was going to happen anyways. But as humans, we have to self-doubt and self-analyze and we like comfort. We like putting our head on the pillow and the next day, the day being the same as the day before it brings us safety. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden the safety is gone. And when your safety is gone, you don't necessarily um, always think rationally or your vision is clouded because you're in fear. And yeah, we all have gone through that. We all have fear of the unknown because we don't know. But I made that courageous step. That uncertainty. Uncertainty for sure. But I had to make a courageous step And that's probably a little bit later in our uh, podcast. Well, and I think what happens that I want people to see is when you have Mm -hmm. to make a step and you're not certain what your life is going to look like afterwards. So imagine that 21 years you're working for one company Mm -hmm. and then you're looking at, oh man, I've got to make a transition in my life. And this Mm -hmm. is everything that I know. It is. And I know that when I transitioned my career out of corporate America, it was a lot like standing at the bottom of Mount Everest, completely Mm -hmm. naked, going, I got to make it all the way up to the top. Mm -hmm. And I don't even have $5 to my name. Right. (laughs) That's what I felt like. I'm like, I got to create everything. I got to create everything. I I like that analogy or Mm -hmm. that vision because you're like, okay, I got to climb that mountain, but I'm naked. So let's start climbing. And you just start to make your clothes as you're climbing. Yes, yes, exactly. I'm like, yes. well, first thing I need to be is not naked it's anymore. Not naked, right. <laughs> that, that's a suicide trip, I'd say. <laughs> well, and one thing I like to tell people too is it really is those, I'm going to keep going with this analogy I made up, you know, but it's it's to, to keep, you know, it is doing simple things. Mm-hmm. Steps to a new life are simple things. Like, what am I going to wear? What am I going, you know, how is my life going to look? And you start just taking steps. Mm -hmm. You don't have to figure out how you're going to get all the way to the top. You just need to know how you're going to get the next step in. That's right. And then what's the next step? And then what's the next step? Absolutely. So I think that's really critical. Right. And remember, the joy is in the journey. When we are in creation, 
that's where we're most happy. Um, one, I recently read an article about why um, people are not happy with the stuff they already have is because the journey was far more exciting than the purchase, let's say of that car. I save for that car and I save for it and mm -hmm. I worked so hard and I dreamt about it. Then we get the car and then it's like a deflated balloon. So, yeah, it didn't make me happy. No, no, or it's just, okay, that's done, what's next? So I like to focus a lot on the joy of the journey yes. and the joy of the uncertainty because that's really the magic of living. I love it. And that's me. What, what, see, we are twins. We are. So, and so <laughs> courageous destiny, that's a lot of what courageous destiny is about. Mm -hmm. Courageous destiny is about, well, why can't it be an adventure? Why can't mm -hmm. I decide that I'm going to transition my career or do something really big and powerful in my right. life mm -hmm. and have the journey be the fun part of it? Mm -hmm. Because once I transition my career and I achieve that thing, it's going to be like, okay, well, that was cool. What's next? And then mm -hmm. you get to this, a lot of people, like you hear this with people who run marathons and things. Mm -hmm. Like I, you know, I, I'm so glad I want to achieve this goal. They achieve the goal of running the marathon and then they go, well, what's next? Yeah. What's next what's for the me? Next challenge? Mm -hmm. And then they feel like, oh my gosh, I got to start all over again. Yeah. But if you enjoy the steps in the journey, mm -hmm. you never have to start all over again. You just... You just go and you create what's next. Absolutely. And you know you're generating joy every time you take a step. Absolutely. All right. So I want to get back to back to you. So you get out of corporate America. I did. Yep. You get out of corporate America. And then what? Okay. So as I was exiting corporate America in my fear, um, I was very unhealthy. I was uh, almost obese, um, but I was more unhealthy in my mindset because I was being a victim. I was being victimized. So it took mm -hmm. me a while to realize that I needed to empower myself because I have all the tools. They're just in me. But once I stopped blaming others for this life change, um, I really said, okay, what's next for me? And I started to make a list. I need to work at a place that values me, that I can have my creative self be, like I could be my own creative self. I did not want to travel anymore. I did a lot of traveling. Marriott was my second address. And I just wanted to live in um, mind, body, spirit that was in harmony. And when you are working for a corporation, maybe um, you always have to sacrifice something mm -hmm. because you're working for a living. But that means you're sacrificing sleep or your health or your mindset as deadlines and spreadsheets, et cetera. So I found um, a really great company um, about nine months before I left um, corporate America. And it helped me lose 35 pounds in 14 weeks. But the journey wasn't necessarily in the weight loss. That was fixing itself. The journey was in my mindset. And the courageousness I came um, about in that empowerment all had to do with getting out of the well, the deep well of depression I had thrown myself headfirst into. And that just takes some time. You know, I, I lost weight rather quickly. And, and then go ahead. I want to interrupt you just really quickly sure. because that depression that ensues when you have a certain vision of yourself, you have right. a certain identity, and then all of a sudden you take the main thing Absolutely. out of the picture Yes, and you get lost and it, you can get lost. I shouldn't say everybody gets lost, but you can get lost. I was lost. You know, lost and so you got to find something new. And so what happens is, oh my gosh, well, I'm not mm -hmm. here anymore. And then you start, you start emotional eating. Right? Absolutely. Was it emotional? I shouldn't say it was emotional eating. It, but it, it was emotional sounds. eating um, because I was trying to create a dopamine effect to overweigh the pain in my brain. 
Mm-hmm. So uh, dopamine for me had to do a lot with liquid calories, whatever that is, soda or wine. Um, I had to do with pans of brownies. It had to, uh, maybe because I had control over that. Pans of brownies. Pans yes. and pans of brownies, <laughs> cooked and uncooked. It didn't matter if the batter was cooked or not. I usually dove right in, in mm-hmm. like that. But uh, what really my realization was is that if I was going to empower myself and be courageous, I had to start with myself and I looked in the mirror and I say, where's the first place to begin? The first place is nutrition and health. Um, then I started to work on my mindset through the same company. And little did I know that I was building first a plan B and then it became plan A. So I didn't decide um, about a year and a half ago to leave corporate America. I spent some time sleeping, healing my body, healing my spirit. But now that I coach other people in weight loss and um, transformational health, I find myself healing with every person I speak to. Mm. As they heal, I heal. And now I really feel I have found purpose, maybe the purpose for why I'm on this, this earth. And I'm a faithful person. And I feel that it's God's work, but my hands. And I love that saying, God's work, my hands. I love that. Yeah, that's a real good one. So my courageous step came with addressing myself. And I did not want to be where I was. And there's only one way um, to go. And that was um, through personal development and reaching out to friends, understanding that your community is important. Mm -hmm. Um, Getting back to something you said right in the beginning about who do you attract, really look at your inner circle. Who are the five people you spend the most time with? Mm -hmm. We become an average of that person. It's important to know who's toxic, who isn't, who's going to empower you, who isn't. Um, one of those should be your spouse or significant other or something. And he, my husband was in my inner circle and still is, but his negativity was really driving some anger in me. So we have to make a course correction if we want those five people in our circle. He course corrected. It's great. Everything's working perfectly. But just know those five people that you're the sum average of. Um, people can leave, let them go. If they're not serving you, yes. let them go. It's so critical. It is critical. So because we can't, and one of the things that I like to share mm-hmm. too, is that we can't control people. No, we can't change them. They are going to be who they are. And we either love them as they are, or we mm-hmm. let them go. Right. And if the way that they are bothers us, then maybe they're not for us. Right. And that's okay. Like that's okay. They're there for a reason or a season mm-hmm. or for a lifetime. Just choose wisely. Just yeah, you choose really wisely do. and then make the course correction Gen- when you identify it. Yeah. And know that people are going to come in and they're going to come out and they're going to. I, I also yeah. like the saying, and I heard this mm-hmm. not too long ago, wear life like a loose garment. Oh, that's good. Isn't that good? That is good. <laughs> See, we're twins. Yeah, that's, that sounds, uh, <laughs> tell me more about that, that because that makes you what, feel so, comfortable or flexible? Flexible. Flexible, I love that. Yeah, wear life like a loose garment. Either somebody somebody will come in and it'll be great and then they can go, you know, yeah. it's it's not it's not like a, if yeah. they don't stay in my life, I'm going to die, right, you know, and right. we, we tend to, especially if we have, I know even for myself being newly single, mm-hmm. for example, you know, I've had to learn very, very mm-hmm. quickly that it, like there's there's a point where you have to identify what you want. And so you have to wear it like a loose garment mm-hmm. and you have to be able to give people their freedom to come and to go. And mm-hmm. either they're going to be here or they won't. And that's OK. Right. And it's OK. 
and I get to work on myself the whole time mm -hmm. and I get to learn and I get to, I get to wear a loose garment with myself. I love that. Mm -hmm. You know, That's and a I wonderful think, analogy and vision. Yeah. And I think that the more we love ourselves, mm -hmm. the more we do things that are flexible and we allow ourselves to learn, really. right? Gain wisdom. Um, mm -hmm. And the best way to gain, gain wisdom and to help yourself is just to live your life. Yes. Live your life. Um, I recently came up with this. It's a, actually a book title, but I use it often in my coaching is always select the best. Yes. We have options. We always have multiple things that we could do different ways that we can react or what paths we choose. So try to stop and pause for a moment. Our life is crazy. Everybody's going in 15 different directions. But before you react, say, what is the best yes in this situation? Mm -hmm. And if you can take time to slow down to answer the best yes, you're going to find a miraculous life where you're not hitting obstacles. Well, I know it was, it's interesting. I was actually on a coaching call not too long mm -hmm. ago. And my, my coach, and I believe he got it from his coach, and I won't go through the whole lineage of mm -hmm. where it came <laughs> from, but it's not mine, but it's freaking phenomenal. If it's not a hell yes... Mm -hmm. It's a hell no. no. Right. If it's not a hell yes in your mm -hmm. life, it's a hell no. Right. Because you deserve the best and you deserve to surround yourself with the best that align with what you want in life. That's right. That's so right. I love that. Yes. So let me ask you. So mm -hmm. we've got this amazing, this woman is, is just absolutely amazing. And I'm not just saying that because she's my <laughs> twin. <laughs> kind of funny You're about so awesome. like, we're just the same she's amazing <laughs> just like me wow, I really like her <laughs> she's humble too yeah, no, no. No. <laughs> she's here to serve that's all that's right that's right but one of the things I love so much about your story as you were sharing it is you shared a thing called the faith it was a faith faith, faith. Ah, sorry listen to a stumble fate map fate map f-a-t-e yes. like this is your fate yes, yes. Can you explain it to my listeners I would love about to. that? Because I think that's really cool. Cool. So I just had an epiphany. Actually, it's been rolling around in my head for um, quite a while, but I just put it together in this visualization. So when we're all born, we are delivered with an invisible fate map. Um, it is your fate to be born to certain parents in a certain family, um, ethnicity, I can't say that word, or geography, let's say. You're just fated to be in that place and time. Um, and to have the people surrounding you and the culture that you have. So as we age, um, I, I'm kind of jumping up here to like, let's say you're 20 and you really take your first big step um, on your fate map. So I want you to visualize that there are just rocks on a, it's a stream and there's rocks that you will jump to each time and they're in a straight line. But you're on your rock and you can see the rocks behind mm -hmm. you but you're on your rock, but everything else is invisible. You don't know what it is. So you're on your rock and you're looking around, the current is going back and forth. And all of a sudden you're being pulled or tugged to like jump into this water because it's time to progress. But there's a current and there's maybe some obstacles. So you put your toe in and maybe you'd swim a little bit this way and you swim that way. And you're always looking for that next part, but you can fail and you can be pulled away um, from your stone but eventually you're going to get back to your stone and you're going to take that leap of faith and get on that next stone. Mm -hmm. Okay. So now you can see this next stone. You can see the stone you're at. It doesn't happen in days. This could be years between each one, but you can see 
the reasons why you're now on this rock. You can look in hindsight and say, well, that happened and I had to meet that person because I went to that college and I have that friend who, you know, so you can see through the pinpoints of your life um, why you got to this rock. Now, I love that. know that there's probably 50 rocks and you're on rock 11. So you still have a long life and who knows where it's going to take you. I'd like to um, envision our fate as from Indiana Jones and the last crusade where mm -hmm. Indiana Jones is going um, to the cave where um, the cup of Christ is. And he has to take a leap of faith over a cavern. He can't see the bridge. It's an optical illusion. So he takes that leap. And next thing you know, he's supported. He has a half a second where he doesn't know if there's actually going to be that bridge, but then there is, and you could see the relief on his face. Just know that when you're born with that fate map, you are going to have to take leap of faith. There's no other way around it. You're going to have to do it. And when you do, you'll feel courageous. And then you'll understand why you're here. You get and to live your courageous destiny. Right. And you and I left um, secure corporate positions. Do you think right. our leap of faith was a little um, interesting? Oh, yeah. When you leave behind everything you know to create something special and to be a servant leader to mm -hmm. others, just know that that rock is there and it just took a while for us to find it because 10 years ago, if someone said to me, and you could probably say the same thing, Hey, you're going to leave it all behind, um, become a health coach. I would have peed in my pants from laughing so hard. Oh, if somebody would yeah. have told me <laughs> that I would give up the security of a corporate position yes. and getting a paycheck every single, mm -hmm. you know, every single other week or whatever was that the health insurance included all that, those benefits, right? Yeah, as a mom of triplets and then become a single mom, you know, I, well, I don't know if it's a single mom. I have a yeah. very active other parent, so I don't want to act like that. But it's like there's, you know, mm -hmm. you if you would have told me that all this was going to happen mm -hmm. by me following my path and aligning what I wanted in life by, you know, actually creating and designing my life and I'd be creating a courageous destiny mm -hmm. and then I'd have a business called Courageous Destiny and then I'd have a podcast called Courageous Destiny, destiny. and I'd be like, <laughs> I'm like, what the heck are you smoking? How's that going to happen? Yeah. Right. I'm like, there is no way on this earth right. that that is going to happen. I am a corporate sales girl. Me too. I am very well, you know, established and, 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 and that sounds flighty to me. Sounds <laughs> like our ego. Yeah. I would have said that. Yeah. I had a pretty high ego at the time. I've enjoyed yeah, watching it come down. Okay. I love the chair. Okay. So for those of you who don't know, I, I like to make this distinction. Yes. So your ego, what is your ego? So a lot of times people think of ego and they align it with arrogance. Like, oh, mm, that person's mm -hmm. full of ego. Mm -hmm. I look at ego a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. Ego is, and I love this analogy and I heard this not too long ago, easing God out. Ego is easing God out. It's like, I have mm. to have the self-will to control things that I don't have control over. That's interesting. So that's one way to mm -hmm. look at ego. And then I also look at ego like it's my actor. Yeah, it is. Oh, it, it's determining what actions I take mm -hmm. and what actions I don't take. Mm -hmm. And if something doesn't align with my ego's survival, mm -hmm. Okay, so if if all of a sudden my ego's like, I'm like, you know what, I'm going to get up tomorrow and I'm going to go run five miles. Mm -hmm. 
my ego could go, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you right. don't get up early. Totally. You're not that kind of a person. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. You know, so our ego kind of gets in the way of certain mm-hmm. things that we want. So if what I want is to have killer rock solid legs that'll take me anywhere I want. And one of the things that I determine as an action to get there is running. Mm-hmm. My ego can get in the way. If Absolutely. it's easy as something else. Right. Just like your ego got in the mm-hmm. way. I'm saying your ego. I mean, my ego gets in the way plenty. Believe oh, me. all of ours do. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So your ego got in the way when all of a sudden you found yourself outside of corporate America. Mm-hmm. Right. Heavier than you had been. Then, right. Mm-hmm. Eating pans of brownies. Yes. No carb left behind. No carb left <laughs> behind. I love that. I was there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And I was there with the wine. I said mine were nachos. So I used, I used to joke. I'm like, I ate a big pile of nachos Mm -hmm. and then I'd have a, you know, you know, chase it down with a bottle of wine. And that was like any night, you know, Mm -hmm. in my life. And it was pretty, Mm -hmm. seemed like it was pretty good at the time, but I was never so upset with myself. Right. And so my ego in fear of dying off or or not identifying with what I was creating Mm -hmm. was sabotaging myself. Absolutely. So I always tell people it's so critical and I'm going to have to do a podcast on this now. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great idea because it's critical to train your ego. It is. It's it, a hard one. It is. It's like, mm-hmm. it, I'm like, this is the life that I want, but mm-hmm. these aren't the actions that I'm willing to take. Well, right. if you're not willing to take the actions to get to the life you want, you got an ego training problem. <laughs> right. Right. You're you in your train own yourself. way. You're right. in your own way. <laughs> yes, Totally. You're the, always the biggest obstacle and the obstacle is always the way. Yeah. So what are some of the biggest obstacles mm. that you've overcome in your journey, you know, in this last bit of your journey, you know, oh like my gosh, the big transitioning one. out of yes. corporate America, then you lost the weights. So yeah. she actually lost a bunch of weight. She became a coach. She became a wellness coach. Mm-hmm helping other people. What are some of the biggest obstacles that you had overcome? The biggest obstacle I have overcome is my lack of imagination. Because when I was working corporately, that was my identity. And I never sat there and said, what if, what if I did something different? What if I became an entrepreneur? What if I opened my own business? What Mm -hmm. if I decided to go work again for another corporation? Could I, could I do that again. The what ifs, the what ifs. So finally, my biggest obstacle was not only addressing what if, it was getting out of my own way and letting fate take its course. And Mm -hmm. when we can surrender ourselves, opportunities are everywhere. I kept saying my next corporate job is going to just show up because that's how what I attract. I always attract the next thing, right? So now here I was attracting being a health coach, but that didn't. Journey just ended. It's always every day I'm on that journey and I love it and it's joyful. And when you realize that you let your guard down and you get that obstacle out of your way, magical things could happen. We just have to be awake for it. What I really love about what you just said, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to say this loud and clear, Mm -hmm. the most courageous thing that I believe anyone can do is rewrite their identity. Yeah. 
rewrite their story is rewrite your story because mm-hmm. your unconscious mind ha- houses your identity, right? That's 95% of the way that you think. Absolutely. And when you become willing to question what you know is the truth mm-hmm. and take different actions and design different things in your life that you hadn't been willing to do mm-hmm. before, mm-hmm. It takes courage. Yeah, it does. It takes a lot of courage and, and it, yeah, and faith. Mm-hmm. And that's why I love the fate map so yeah, much. Yeah, the fate map. It's awesome. It's funny. I don't know why, but I'm thinking of that movie, Office. Was it Office Space? Mm. Oh, Where yeah. he had the jump to conclusions map. Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> He's like, I got this great idea. I got the jump to conclusions map. What, what I like about that analogy is I'm seeing a fate map. Absolutely. You know, and you it's can't like, unsee it once you've seen it. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. You, can't, you can't unsee it. And sometimes, we're taking leaps of faith. We are, you know, and we're creating our fate that way. We are. Or what I would call your courageous destiny. You call it a fate map. I love it. It's it's the same thing, right? It's a, it, it's, it's the same idea, different context. But mm-hmm. I mean, it, what I love so much about what I'm seeing now, I'm seeing a new one in my mind. I'm going to mm. share. Okay. And this is what I do. So, and I coach people to do this too, is you want to be able to take those leaps of faith. So you practice taking leaps of faith. And I always have this, this, this image in my mind that I always go off the diving board. Mm. No matter what, I always go off the diving board. I don't look, I don't look what's beneath me sometimes. So I got to be careful. Sometimes I'll land and I'll have things that I need to (laughs) heal Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because there was no water in the pool, but I always go off the diving board. Mm -hmm. I always take the leap of faith. So whatever analogy works for you. Mm -hmm. Take the leap and take lots of leaps and practice taking leaps in your mm-hmm. life, little and big. And then you become mm-hmm. a person that does that. You rewrite your identity. Right. Totally. And you get a habit of courage. Absolutely. A There's, habit of taking the leap. Yeah. It, get comfortable being uncomfortable. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. That's where that life too. is. It's on the other side of that. Okay. So I have two things that I ask every guest. This has been such a great time. Oh my I love gosh. it. <laughs> For those of you who can't see us or are listening to the podcast, we're also sitting right next to each other, mm-hmm. which I love in my studio. You're the first person I've had in my studio. Excellent. My twin. Happy to be here. <laughs> so what is the most courageous thing that you have done? Believe in myself. Wow. Mm-hmm. I felt that one. Yeah. That believe in myself. Okay. So what... Tell me why that was courageous for you. When other people dictate your own success by measures that you don't have um, a say in. So I get measured corporately as to my sales numbers, um, how many programs I do, whatever it is. So my courageous step was realizing that I could create that own metric system based on how joyful am I today? Was I uh, in, was I acting, um, in my faith? Was I helping people? Am I authentic? Did I steer someone in the wrong direction for my own greater good? So when I can live in that joy, to me, that's where I, I, I sat there and answered that way, because my joy is the measurement I want to choose mm-hmm. and not somebody else's. That makes sense. That makes sense to All me. All right. It <laughs> makes sense to me. Okay. And then one other question. Yes. What is a courageous thing that you want to make sure you do 
and why would you like to do it that you have yet to do? Um, my courageous thing that I have not yet done that I would like to do, uh, personally is I've never been to Europe because I've been afraid to go into a place where they might speak a foreign language or use foreign money. And I've always been fearful of that because I can't control it. And that would be a lot of stimulation for me. So I am working towards, uh, once the world is open again, um, being courageous to go explore the world and not worry whether or not I understand the person next to me or if the money's calculated correctly. For me, it's really about that. I want to go out and see humanity and other cultures. And I'm, um, I think that will be a courageous thing for me because I've always blocked that part of me and I'm only seeing life through one lens then. Wow. I think we need to hold her account to that and she needs to get to Europe. Yes. I think I'd like to go to Switzerland and then maybe Greece. Those are my first two uh, stops and I'm sure that I'll fall in love with it and we'll just continue from that point. I love it. I Mm -hmm. love it. It has been such a joy interviewing you today. And one thing that I would love for people to know about Lynn is Lynn is a wellness coach. Mm -hmm. How do we get, how does somebody who's listening and they really resonate with you, Mm -hmm. how do they get in touch with you? Is it okay if I leave my telephone number or an email? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So um, we can put it in the notes. Oh, that'd be great too. Okay. Mm -hmm. So my email address is L-Y-N-N-G-A-L-E. 467 at gmail.com. My name is Lynn Gale, L-Y-N-N capital G-A-L-E. You can also find me on Facebook. And uh, my telephone number is 224-301-5606. And for everybody out there, the new year is coming. Mm -hmm. And what I've been telling all of my clients too, is I'm like, it's never too early to start an exercise and a health regime Mm -hmm. and to really give yourself that gift to show yourself Mm -hmm. enough love to really take on, you know, something healthy and and to, to design, start designing it now Mm -hmm. for the new year, rather than waiting until January 1st, when everybody else does it. I don't know about you, but in my life, my identity said Mm -hmm. the new year stinks because it means I have to go on a diet. And I hated that. And what I've determined over the last few years, I'm like, you know what, there's no reason why I can't start now. That's right. I don't want to feel I don't want to bloat myself. I don't want to eat everything that there is to eat between now and New Year's so that Mm -hmm. I have another 10 pounds to lose on top of the 10 that I already want to lose. Right. And remember, diets don't work. Yes. Uh, I really work with the mindset around food. Mm -hmm. And um, just build self-confidence. And I, I love that. I love watching people transform to say um, they regurgitate the word to me or the phrase to me about six weeks in. And they say, this is not a diet. This is a lifestyle uh, yes. change. And as soon as they say that, I was like, you're awake. Mm-hmm. You're awake to better and better is waiting for you. I love that. Yes. I love that. Well, thank you so much for coming my on my show. Pleasure. Thank you. Uh, empowerment oh my goodness all right the best enjoy this i'm gonna do this courageous destiny podcast creating your own rules of empowerment with Kristen crockett was that not just amazing 
All right. Have an amazing time, guys. Bye.